man? What's going on, bro? Uh, not much, man. Having difficulties trying to send a link over. I'm like, damn, there we go. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. I, I was I was just checking to make sure we we're still doing it. I was like, hey, we're still on the show, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of uh because you're you're my first uh you're my first show that I'm on off of that uh up that website. So I was like kind of kind of excited about it, you know. Oh, absolutely. We here now, sir. We here now. Um how's your day? How's everything, man? It's good, good. Uh everything's good. Um yeah, just just really uh, you know, uh pumped about the situation and uh definitely want to pick your brain after this and uh ask you some some more stuff oh absolutely i'm down for that man of course yeah seen how many shows you had you had like uh i, I couldn't even count them all how, how... um this is episode 190 right here man man so so you do like what how many do you do a week um, usually I try to do like one or two a week because my life's pretty busy outside of this and working and yeah. being a father or two and stuff like right. that. I'm also a content creator too. So, yeah, I've seen that. So I was just like, try, so, so most of your guests came off the website or just all different places? Um, from all different places, man, from around the world, from different backgrounds, walk of life and all that stuff, man. Yeah. I figure that's cool, because that's, yes, that's a lot of inter- that's a lot of interviews. Oh man, I appreciate it, man. I just thank all the guests that have come previous before you, man, for even yeah. um, giving me opportunity to interview. So I just appreciate it. But uh, before we get into this, Brandon, I want to thank you so much, man, for accepting my invitation to come on the podcast, man. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate the invitation. First person to reach their hand out to me definitely won't be forgotten. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So we're gonna get right into it, okay, man? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So your first topic is talk about your life story from when you were like a child all the way up to now. Life story, the heavy hitter. <laughs> 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 uh man i i don't i don't you know a, a full life story is probably difficult for me to tell you just instantly but uh i'll do my best um let's see man i i, I honestly don't know too much about like when i was super young i i really don't have a, a, a great memory of it probably starts at like five kindergarten uh so yeah i went to a, went to a private school when i was younger uh grew up in that school until I was in uh how old was I probably fourth grade fourth fourth grade so probably like kindergarten or fourth grade same school so you get to know you get to know the same people for a long time it was like it was kindergarten all the way to uh it was kindergarten all the way to high school so it was like you know to all all schools you know or all grades, I guess. But uh, it was cool, but I wanted to experience like the public schools and, and, you know, get to know people in my neighborhood. And, you know, because the thing about when you go to private school, you don't really know anybody in your neighborhood because you don't go to school with them. So you just see them, but you don't really know who they are versus like if you go to a public school, you know who everybody is because they all, you know, go to the same school as you. So just kind of wanting those type of things. And uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. Uh, definitely a change, definitely a change, but a good change because it teaches you like how to be stronger, you know, you just learn different, different, uh, how people do it differently. And, you know, private school is very structured. So public school doesn't have <laughs> structure like that. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, let's see here. Okay, boom, 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 boom. High school, I don't know. High school's kind of whack. I don't really want to even talk about high school. High school's kind of whack. Uh, 
let's go to the next uh uh got out of high school did a little bit uh did a bit did a little bit of real living once i got out of high school i took i took a uh i took a unconventional route and just start working and it was cool it was fun it was it was it was really dope but the dangerous part of it is it's like you finally got you finally got a decent amount of money, but you still have like a juvenile mindset. So you're still making like poor choices, you know. Right. <laughs> you're, still, <laughs> you're still making poor choices because you're like, okay, now you got money to make more poor choices. It's like ah, still still making them, you know. So that's what uh probably ultimately led me to join the military because I was just like, man. If I stay here and do this, it's gonna be it's gonna be leading to a bad road eventually. I can see it because it's already like there's flashes of it, <laughs> but it hasn't the the big kaboom hasn't happened yet. So you keep you keep playing around, it's gonna happen. So I was like, man, I gotta I gotta go somewhere. Plus, honestly, what got me is uh, you know, they play those army commercials. Uh, right. well, well, they used to play. They used to play, they used to play these army commercials back in the day. I don't, I don't really see them that much now, to be honest with you. But back in the day, you used to put like thirty thousand, fifty thousand, or some like just a big number. Like, hey, you, you want this type of money? Blah blah, blah yada yada. And I was like, heck yeah, I want that. <laughs> 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 heck yeah, I want that money. What you mean? It's like, exactly. All you gotta do is all you gotta do is come to the army or name. <laughs> I'm like, hey, but the thing is, uh, the, the thing is, I, I think I always, I think I always knew deep down that I was gonna uh, do something similar to the military because uh, I actually was, I actually was about to get in right after high, or no, like the recruiters come to your high school and stuff like that when you're in high school. So I was about to go actually right out of high school, but then uh i let some family members talk me out of it right right and then i was like ah, okay whatever you know i'm not gonna do it right but then life happens and life happens fast you know so i was like you know what and they kept you know they had those commercials and i was like man you know what <laughs> i need that i need that you know so that's what got me in but here's the thing that's what got me in but i money like i was like hey i'm trying to get this money i think it was like fifty thousand it was like a fifty thousand dollar signing bonus right right but i never even got that signing bonus because i didn't even you know you got to do a certain things go a certain route yada yada blah blah, blah. I, didn't, I didn't do anything to put myself in position to get that bonus <laughs> mm. what what really happened was uh you know i i was looking for an army recruiter place right Right. So, so I went to this place where I thought it was the army recruiter place because I was like, I think it's the army recruiter because you know when you're not in the military, you're not really paying attention to the military. Like if it's army, navy, air force, you know, who cares? It's military right. something, you know. And uh, I went to this spot I thought it was the army recruiter, and I got there was navy dudes, right? And I was like, hey, where's the army place at? Because <laughs> I was like, I, I said, I know y'all know. I know y'all know. I'm not here for this shit. I'm not here for no boats and nah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all can keep this. And plus, oh, that's what it was. It was. I know it was. The army was was given the bonus. That's what it was. Right. The army was given the bonus. So that's why I was trying to find the army because I saw the bonus commercial. Right. Like, hey, I'm just trying. To, I'm not here for shenanigans. I'm just point me towards the army, please. Right, <laughs> get me to the point, man. Come on, don't play with me. Don't play with it. Yeah, I didn't see no commercial that said Navy. Uh, no, please, I I need to find the Army. There's one that said they they got the best deal for me. Okay, so, right. <laughs> so then, so then, it, while I'm going back and forth with the with the Navy guy, he's like slowly trying to convince me to, to hey, you don't want to go to the army. I'm like, why? Why? I'm like, why? Come, I've already been convinced by them. All right, they've already sold me a good sale on why I should go there. So you tell me why I should come here. <laughs> right. You know. So, uh, but no, what what really convinced me was, uh, man, just just when you when you go out in public. With somebody that's uh, 
uniform service member or if you are a uniform service member and you go out in public and you're in uniform like just the treatment that people give you automatically is insane right it's, it's like it's like it's like something that you can't even describe because i would say it's it's similar to what you feel when the police are around but the opposite mm. the opposite you know like well, I would say for majority of people, some people might feel better, but I don't know. Some people, like if a police officer just shows up somewhere, you'd be like, okay, <laughs> what's, going, what's, what's, what's going on here? Like, there must be, <laughs> must, must, must have been something that happened here. What's going on? You know, you start asking questions, right? Right, right. Versus when a uh, armed service person comes in uniform, you feel like, ah, ah now this is the type of guy and I want to be around, you know? And right. uh, it's just like uh, when I went out in public with a couple of my recruiters, like people just treat them so nice, give them free stuff, just tell them like, you know, just, just so accommodating. I'm like, you know, is it, how old was I? 19, 19 year old kid. I was like, yo, I, ne I never seen, I never seen people get them that. I never seen people be able to get that level of respect from people instantly yep right so that that kind of influenced me because i was like it wasn't even something i was thinking of it was just something that i saw happen and i was like hmm <laughs> i was like hmm i like i like how i like how he's being treated you know i'm i'm going i'm going out with him like you know just you know regular person civilians right but he's but he's in uniform and we're going around places mm -mm here here and then you know people are interacting hey hey, hey. i'm just like oh <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like, this this is different this is different this i i've never seen this i haven't seen i've experienced this before right <laughs> so i was like i like this. I like, like, I like the treatment i like how people are reacting to you no negativity right. whatsoever. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of what's what swayed me, and uh, I don't know, just just ended up ended up in there. Uh, I was a gunner's mate in the military, um, and been to a bunch of different countries: Dubai, Bahrain, Phuket, Thailand, Panama, Colombia. Uh, a bunch of different states on the coast. Um, a lot of cool places. Hawaii, Pearl Harbor twice. Mm. A lot of cool places, though. Uh, and uh, you kind of get you kind of get uh, spoiled by it. You kind of get spoiled right. by it because when you go to all these places and you experience these things, you're like, man, I kind of want to keep doing that. It's actually not bad. It's not bad. But, it's, uh, it's crazy how you went to go do one thing, but God pointed you into a different direction. Mm, definitely. Definitely, definitely happened. And then um, when I was in there, uh, <laughs> you know, when you get we get to so. Like before I joined the military, like oh, you know, I said, I said, oh, I'm gonna do this one last Christmas or whatever with my family. So I end up doing, I end up joining and staying, like not leaving for another like four months or something like that. But okay. uh, when I uh, when I when I finally uh, left, I was like. Uh, uh, you know, I think I think I I, I tried to do, I tried to do a lot of preparation before I went, right? So okay. I was like, I'm I'm about to watch every single military theme movie I can watch or any, anything military, uh, uh, History Channel, uh, uh, movies, TV shows, any anything that says it's military, I'm watching it. Okay, because I'm trying to prep myself, and then. When I got there, it was nothing like that, you know, because it's all, all the Hollywood, the, the Hollywood is very um, theatrical. 
Mm-hmm. It's very theatrical, right? Which right. some people in the military are theatrical. Some people in the military do play. They do play a theatrical role because they're trying to just show like um, that they're all in. They're like, I'm all in, so I'm 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 doing the whole show. <laughs> like, okay, cool. You know, I I wasn't one of those. I wasn't one of those people, right? Because you like in the military, you gotta understand how to play the game, right? So it's just yep. like anything else, it's all politics and friends and you know, you know, if it, general generally in life, if people like you, you'll be able to do more things or get away with things than people that they don't like. True. <laughs> don't matter where you work at, McDonald's, <laughs> you work at, you know what I'm saying? Wall Street, yep. don't matter. If people like you, then they're gonna let you. Like, uh, let him slide. <laughs> let him get away with this one time. Like, yeah, next time, I don't know about that. Yeah, I know this guy. He's got good intentions. I know, I know he does deep down. I feel yep. it. So, uh, but you definitely learn a lot. You learn, you learn a lot about how to work with other people because a lot of times you are put in situations with people that you're like, either A is incompetent or B is just uh yeah well i would say a i would say a is probably the biggest thing is incompetent right. people that you're because chain of command so it's like you have to follow orders from people that are in high ranking but just because somebody is higher ranking doesn't mean they have the capacity to make intelligent decisions agreed it's just they passed the course or they passed the test or they spent time in rank, but it doesn't mean they have more intelligence than somebody who just got there. You know, this is true. Most <laughs> so you, cases that usually how it goes. <laughs> so you have to, you have to, well, I, I, I would say I did. I tempered a lot of things. I just would look at it from like a lot of people just like to overreact to things. I'm, I'm very calm, very cool, collected. Uh, and I just look at situations for what they are and don't take it like personal or anything like that. Just keep it cool because, and and I was a weapon specialist, so I kind of had to, I kind of had to keep it cool regardless. Right. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I got all the guns and the ammo and the weapons, so I can't be acting <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't be acting a fool. You gotta stay focused. You gotta stay even kill, man. Can't be acting a fool. Like, how would you feel if the person on that was in charge of the weapons like made you the most uncomfortable? You'd be like, and he's in charge of the guns? I don't think I want weapons around him. No thing. He might sabotage the guns or something on me, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. It, the military is full of human beings, so you know, you know, as much as they want to make uh, like a robotic type of army, they're still human beings, and they're still going to react in a human style at, at times. You know, even though there's like a bunch of structure, it's still like if you push somebody to their limit, then they might snap. Right. <laughs> you know, and you definitely don't want to have that person in charge of the weapons because oh no. <laughs> Because you got you got a bunch of keys and stuff like that. So and you got a bunch of access. So it's like but uh yeah, just not a good situation. You get you gotta you gotta keep a cool head. So uh I try, I, try, I try to do that. Um let's see, did I even did I even get okay, military, then uh man, I, I I've been in um a couple more stages in my life uh, doing some uh, entrepreneur stuff, Airbnb, Turo, um, a lot of different things, travel sites, clothing brands, um, a lot of different stuff. So uh, podcast, you know, Nice. Sh- shameless plug time. You you guys go check out bsandoworld.com. Visit my podcast, Bsando World. It's on the, all the platforms. Just getting started. But uh 
still pushing, still still making progress. So <laughs> life is all about progression, man. Gotta definitely uh gotta definitely get Dez on there. Gotta have oh, yeah. Dez on there. So absolutely I'm down. Hey. Just let me know. Hey, so you know, we're moving in a positive direction already. There you go, man. That's what it's about, man. Mm-hmm. So your next topic is what's your opinion on cryptocurrency? Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Good one. Crypto, man. I, I I have a positive opinion about crypto, you know. Okay. Uh definitely a heavy investor in crypto. Uh got some coins, NFTs. Um definitely uh got uh, a few got some virtual property um you know it's it's just like any other market right now it's down but it's actually not a negative thing it's actually a positive thing that the market's down because it's easier for you to buy in but the thing is people are scared to buy in right now because they're like oh you know because there's all these naysayers out there oh crypto's gonna fail yeah yeah you know crypto's gonna of course gonna go to zero um but then there's people that literally put it like this nothing's a guarantee everything's a risk right all so so you can't be like you, you you can't be uh you can't be the person that progresses and makes it to the next level if you never try to get to the next level and the only way that you can try to get to the next level and succeed by doing that is taking a risk. Agreed. <laughs> That's the only way. There's only one way to get there. You cannot play it safe, 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 safe forever and get to the get to a higher level than everybody else. It's not possible. Nope. It's not possible. So the people that are saying like, hey, oh, this they might be right. They could be right. They could be right, right? They could be right. But they could very well be wrong too. And what we really have to use our, base our judgment off of is the past, right? So maybe right. in earlier dates, I think maybe they could have been valid, right? But you've seen the history of, and I don't have the, Bitcoin stats up here in front of me or crypto stats up here in front of me, but we'll just say some years. Crypto's been going for some years and it never has stopped at any point yet. It hasn't stopped yet. Um, and like I said, everything's a risk. So, I mean, you can invest into anything and it fail. It's, it's not like a, a fail-safe investment at all in the entire world. So why not invest in something that has huge potential, may work or may not work, but I know if you invest into nothing, that it's not going to work guaranteed, 100%, without a shadow of a doubt. That ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> so, and then your money is slowly depreciating year after year, Right. So right. me holding on to $6,000 that somebody made 10 years ago is not that $6,000 buys less things 10 and 10 years later. So it's not like you not making, you not taking a risk, uh, play to your advantage. You're, you're still, you're still losing the game just slower. You're, you're, you're losing the game slower. You're still losing though. Right, you're just standing. <laughs> saying you're not moving nowhere. You're not moving nowhere. You know the the name of the game is to continue to go progress up the up the up the chart up the stairs. Right, not just right. get to a certain level and be like, oh, this is the level I love. I think I'll stay right here. This is the perfect level. I, I think if I stayed at this level uh, for the rest of my life, that I would be satisfied. I think so. Like, and that level is slowly becoming more valuable or becoming less valuable year after year. It's like you buy a hundred thousand dollar house or no the house is a bad that's a bad that's <laughs> a bad example. That's <laughs> a bad example. That's a bad example. That's a bad example. Okay. Car. A car. 
a car, a car. All right, you buy you buy a brand new car this year, right? Like, ah, oh, right. This car is it got all everything, navigation. You know, it drives itself. It it it'll park for me. Everything, control on my phone. Yeah, it's the coolest thing out. But then in ten years, that's not the coolest thing out. There's a lot more cooler things out now. Yep. You know, but when you bought it, you was like, there there could be there can't be a better version of this. And there at that at the time you bought it, there wasn't. <laughs> there wasn't a better version than that. <laughs> nope. But we have advanced. <laughs> no. You know, so uh you gotta you gotta keep you gotta moral of the story is you gotta keep advancing yourself. You gotta keep on you gotta you gotta be able to Hey, instead of you getting that new model and being like, yeah, I got the newest model. I'm going to hold on to it forever. Okay, what if you were able to get the newest model every year? Mm. What if you got the brand? As soon, as soon as it came out, oh, I got that one. Oh, got that one. Yeah, got that one. You know, now that's uh, that's more of a flex to me, I feel like, you know. It's like, who yeah. who have you seen? You've seen, you seen people get the... Uh, you see people get the oh, I gotta get the new iPhone. I gotta get the who you seen get the new hey, I had the 2022. I'm training and get the 2023. Who who you seen doing that? Not many people. You gotta <laughs> stay ahead of the curve. You gotta stay ahead of the curve, man. <laughs> you gotta stay ahead, man. So so yeah, I think the um yeah, taking a risk on crypto is actually a good risk. Uh plus there's supposed to be a having. In 2024, Bitcoin base is going to split and there's going to be like half the amount of Bitcoin available uh, that are available now. So that uh, that alone in itself is going to increase the value because the scarcity the scarcity is about to cut in half. Right. So that 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 move alone is going to make people flock flock to it because of the rarity. And it's going to just I think. um and, and also we have to take into the other uh, account what the the dark the dark side of crypto is for a lot of people that are in control. Crypto is freedom. Crypto represents freedom from traditional banking systems that we have now. Like I just sent some money from one account to another account this morning right so okay. if i want to send some money from one bank account to another account depending on how i send it right they're going to charge me right and if i if i want to get it there if i want to get there instantly like let's say i had three hundred dollars right three thousand dollars i want to transfer three thousand dollars to my other account right now because i got to pay some you know something needs to get paid right now it needs to pay it boom with traditional banking i can't do that i can't make an instant transfer uh, of of any amount uh, uh, five dollars three thousand dollars three million dollars well yeah um, i mean unless you you can wire the money and yeah it'll go fast but what what happens when they wire the money they charge you yes they do you charge for the wire you get charged for the wire plus you know what else you know what else happens when you send large amounts of money they flag you Mm-hmm. They're like, wait, this is too much. You ain't normally yeah. moving this they're, much. Yeah, they're like, they're like, they're like, hold up. They're like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, sir. You can't be, you can't be just transferring fifteen grand at once every Friday just because you feel like, sir. Where, they ask, you, like, where's where's this money going? Like, you know, what I'm saying like, all all these all this hoobity hiblot, right? And let's let's bring it down to its simplest form, right? Let's bring it down to its simplest form. I gave you the money. Yes. I gave you the money. Now you're questioning me? Mm. <laughs> what Something's the, not right what, here. What, what, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Let me get straight. Let me get straight. Let me get straight. So I let you hold this, right? And yep. then when I need it, you telling me how much I can and can't take. And then when I do take it, you're asking why? <laughs> <laughs> crazy like wait a minute why are you asking Yo, stuff i'm giving you the money <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it, like to a simplest form to a simplest form it sounds idiotic but that's what we're doing you know what i'm saying so 
what crypto brings to the table is now we have our own wallet. We have our own bank. So everybody has their own bank accounts and it's only it's only theirs. Nobody else knows it. It's it's encrypted. And guess what? We can transfer small funds, large funds instantly. That's and, and guess what? Free of charge. To to the people that are in control of the banking system right now, bro. <laughs> you just shut down their whole business. There you go. You just shut down their whole business. Uh, 120 years, 140 years of Wells Fargo. We've been milking, we've been milking y'all for, for years and years. <laughs> the late fees and uh, uh overdraft fees. You, you have you have you have a you, you have fees for having an overdraft, so you, you have you then you and then you get fined for not having money. So okay. You don't have money already, so your account goes in a negative, negative 20, right? Yep. Oh, sir, oh, sir, sir, because you're brokey and we acknowledge your brokeism, we will charge you another 60 to help you along. Just just to make sure you stay there. We don't we don't <laughs> we don't we don't want you to pay us back. And if you do, it's gonna be triple. Yeah, that Snickers. I hope that Snickers is worth it. I hope that 250 charge was worth it because it's $60 minimum overdraft. <laughs> and that's per day <laughs> it's like it's like a tow truck or like when they tell you a car you know they, they charge you per day that's per hour yep. $17 per hour so you know you, you make a decision no that's that's you terrifying for you. to the establishment all of the think about control of the world banking system and then you 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 create a system to where you don't need them anymore. <laughs> and, they can't for and they can't and they can't and they can't monitor because right now basically majority of the currency that's in you know that's in fluctuation that's moving around is monitored and tracked and they have all these we're looking at this bank accounts and stuff. Oh and then and then like you know you got a certain bank account you have you have to keep a, a minimum of twenty five thousand in this bank account, or else we're gonna charge you. Uh, we're gonna charge you for we're gonna charge you for being broken once again. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, huh? And then it's like something else. You, something else you can do with crypto that you can't do with really with your money, right? Well, I mean, you can. I've seen certain platforms where you could actually do this, but. It's easier um, with crypto is um, basically where you, you can loan out your own money or you can loan out crypto, right? So you have $20,000 worth of Bitcoin. You can loan it to somebody. They pay you interest. And then uh, if, if, if the loan, if there's like a, uh, there's like a, a money, a certain amount of money that's locked, right? So if they don't pay you back on the loan or something, then you can like unlock the money that they paid you initially. Okay. So it's a, it's like a win-win system. Uh, so, so, but, uh, you could, but you can like, you know, you can loan out you, they have like casino, they have all kinds of things like NFTs. It's just, it's just too right now it's down. Right. And people always like to, cause I don't know if you follow crypto, but I follow crypto. And of course, people are um, the naysayers are loud and clear right now. Hey, when we told you crypto was going to fail, we meant it. <laughs> we meant it. Stop playing around with this foolishness because you know it's not going to work. <laughs> but we tried to tell you a long time ago. We tried to tell you a long time ago. You don't play around with these coins. You think you're a wizard playing around with these coins, Doge coins. All these uh, Ethereum, you know, um, but I'm I'm telling. So for some reason, uh, society, or I think men, or man, or America, I don't know which one it is. Somebody has come up. Somebody has deemed a hundred thousand the number in which it starts to get people's attention. Right? That's the that's the atten- that's the universal attention number. I feel like is a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, anything or that. People are going to be like, 100,000, you know, it's a trigger, it's a trigger amount. So 
that's what's going to happen next. Because if you look at the history of uh, Bitcoin, it's been going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. But it's never stopped. It's down right now, right? But the right. next, the next hit is going. The next hit that happens is going to be so significant that it there's no way you can ignore it <laughs> because you you're gonna be like, wait a minute now, <coughs> wait a minute now, <laughs> because that's when uh, it's gonna become unobtainable. For a lot of people and i think right now it's still somewhat obtainable yes so it's not respected as much as it should be uh but they but will once, in due time <laughs> once it becomes unobtainable they're gonna be like oh you're not playing with this <laughs> y'all, nope. not, y'all not playing like no no it's really it's really not it's really not you know that difficult to understand but uh uh, it's a fantastic technology. I wish that it was more mainstream now, but I feel like the reason why it's not more mainstream is not because of the operating system or because it, it doesn't work or because it's ineffective or, or because it's faulty. I think the main reason why it's not mainstream is because it's a threat. Right. It's a threat. Because I don't need the banks anymore. I don't need the banks anymore. I got a bank on my phone. If I want to send some money or something to you or somebody, I can send I can send forty thousand dollars to you instantly. Two, yeah. Three minutes. Forty grand. Here you go. No questions asked. No trace. No this. No that. I mean, of course, there's a tr- of course there's a trace. You know, of course there's a trace of it. But I'm saying a trace of in terms of. Right now, it goes through the it goes to your bank, then the government, and then back to the bank. Right. <laughs> Let's be honest, because if it because if you send ten thousand and one dollars, the government gets a whoop, email. Hey, he rich. <laughs> red red flag immediately. Hey, hey he got money. <laughs> he got money. <laughs> Stop this right here! Stop this! Something's not right. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, do I want to live in a system like that to where you know people are like that? You know, and then and then you know I'm I'm I've been in real estate too, so I have a lot of knowledge on like transactions in terms of purchasing and selling your house, right? And to 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 buy or sell your house, man, you're looking at four to six weeks minimum, majority mm-hmm. of the time. Because of all the hippity hoopla, back and forth, who you got to talk to, this, that, bank, financing, title company, lender, uh, 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 appraiser, uh, you know, power person, like, uh, like all these people got to come through and do all these things, right? Yep. But most importantly, the bank. Uh, that's the most important party in this or person in the system because none of it works unless the, unless you have the financing. So you. <laughs> you can have all these things, but you know, who, who cares? Do you got the money? Yes or no. So <laughs> uh, uh, imagine if the bank was not a player. They'd be hurting. Man. Imagine if the bank was not a player. Imagine if you could purchase a property and not have to go through the 30-year mortgage traditional system of and then and then like what also what also what also hurts a lot of people from being able to experience the quote-unquote American dream is you can let's say you can make Let's just use a million dollars. People like that number. You can use, you can make a million dollars, right? Right. And then go try to buy a $150,000 house, right? But you got a credit score of 515. You're not about to get funding. Because they don't care how much money you make. 
they care about your credit score. Right. They don't care about your money. They don't, your, your money has no value in terms of their system. And here's how I can prove it. If you make uh, if you make $20,000 a year and you got an 810 credit score, you make $20,000 a year, they'll, they'll give you a $400,000 house. You know, of, co- of course, they're going to do a debt to income ratio. They're going to do a, dis- a DTI debt to income ratio. Right. But it's going to be at the it's going to be at the high. It's, it's going to be at the highest level of your earnings. You know what I mean? So basically. All of your money is going to go towards the house and they don't really. Care. Right. Because they're, they're not in it to do the right thing. <laughs> they're in it to make money. So if they if they give you an if they let lend you out more money than you can pay for, uh, they don't care because they, they still got the asset, the house. Um, so at the end of the day, they're they're at the end of the day, they're never gonna lose because they still got the house. So even so, even if you default on your loan, okay, I still I still own a house that's appreciating in value, right. So you can deep all your loan. Okay, cool. House is still appreciating in value. So <laughs> and most of the time, it's not like people default in the first month. It might be yeah, a year or two into it still. So the house has gone up in value in a year or two or however long you stayed in there. You know, the worst thing is when people like stay in there for like 14 years in default. It's like, oh, oh. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like yep. you, you put 14 years worth of money into here, and then now your your credit's all jacked. Now you can't get another property. And now chances are if you default it, all you don't have any money. So it's like oh, all that money gone. <laughs> but there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be a better way, and I think crypto represents that better way for people because like you can you can literally buy here's the other thing you could buy your house like as an nft like you could buy a physical house as an right. nft right so you buy the digital nft right so the digital inter- nft signifies ownership of that house so right now you have the paper contracts and deeds and stuff like that shows ownership right no but imagine if the deed was on the blockchain right and now that deed is an NFT. And if you own the NFT, you own the house, you know? So, uh, it, and everything and everything can be tracked and transferred uh, from person to person. So you own a property, right? I could be like, Des, man, I like that. I like that farmhouse you got out there. I want to I buy it from you. Instead of me having to go through all this paperwork, I can just go look at it. Uh, get some people to inspect it, check it out, see if it's good. Okay, yeah, it's good. Okay, I like it. Okay, yeah, great. It works for me. It works for you. Yeah, it works for me. Send you $50,000 instantly that day. You send me the NFT or whatever. It's mine now. I don't have to, we don't have to go through all these real estate agent, title company, all these people taking uh, the bank. So you got the real estate agent eating, you got the title company eating, you got the bank eating the most, got all these other people eating. So you got a lot of people that's eating off, eating off the, <laughs> eating off the plate before you get yours. You know, right. yep. You, you get yours after you're the last person to get it. Now, m- majority of the time you get the most, but it's a lot of people that ate too. <laughs> Right, some of that yeah. pie is already gone already. Yeah, and it wasn't necessary in the grand scheme of things. Now, this this qualifies for people that have the money, right? Or 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 uh, this also qualifies for like, let's say you as an owner of a property, 
you own a house free and clear, right? So you own, you own a hundred thousand dollar house, right? And you want to uh, do a rent to own with somebody, right? Right. So you can make a digital contract on the blockchain with them. And basically instead of the bank being the lender for the money to buy your house, yada, yada, uh, you're the bank. So there is no, so that, so you basically, you're cutting the middleman of the bank out, right? Get your right. own, got your own, got your own contract and they're just paying you. And then if they default on it, then you just keep your house. Yeah. It's all about just shortening the steps and just not having a lot of people involved in the situation. I feel like it'd be so much easier. Mm -hmm. But the people in charge <laughs> got to understand. They want to stay in charge. Right. Imagine if you could cut out all the realtors. Imagine if you can cut out all the title companies. Imagine if you can cut out a, a lot of banks. I wouldn't say all banks because banks are still going to have a place, but a lot of banks would go down because people are just doing their own personal lending and to each other, you know, yep. because the bank's always going to get their little fee or cut or whatever. So, you know, and nine times out of 10, the bank is not doing you no favors in terms of like interest rates or giving you uh cash back, like, like, like I'm no savings accounts, right? They have like, bank savings account or whatever you get like 0. 0.00013 right so if you put like a thousand dollars in there at the end of the month or no at the end of the year you might have like five cents in there <laughs> you put a thousand dollars in there you probably got like five cents at the end of the year so versus like you know you could you could loan your 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 crypto money out on the blockchain and you know, loan out a thousand dollars and and uh you know make a couple hundred for the year versus making nothing with tr traditional banking and, and like I said they're charging you all these you know you gotta have a you gotta have a minimum hey there's a minimum you gotta have a minimum account then if you overdraft you gotta fee you know then if you if you if you go out the country or something you know because I travel a lot so if you go out the country okay you can't use it out the country you can you know all these restrictions on stuff that you gave like I handed you the money and then you put all these restrictions on me <laughs> right <laughs> you can only you can only make this amount of charges per day you can only do this amount of drafts per week you can only have a minimum balance of this. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I handed you the money. <laughs> right, what are we doing here? You're making rules as if you handed me your money. <laughs> These things would make sense then. But since I handed you the money, now you lost me. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> but uh, now we talked about <laughs> yeah it's like you you just realize that stuff when you're trying to do stuff and trying to move things around you're like man this is all jacked up you know, right especially if you're trying to move if you're trying to move any amount of large money it's a it's it's very it's very it's a very it's a big challenge it's a huge challenge to 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 transfer it through the traditional financials because there's so many people ask why why are you doing this what are you doing who is it for who is it going to we need a confirmation we need a signature we need a finger scanner we need to get it notarized there needs to be three police officers there it's, bro just give me my money yeah what are you doing like why do you keep doing this <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> straight up crazy man but yeah. hopefully things, things get better man hopefully sheesh they will but your next topic is if you can have a dinner with anyone dead who would it be 
Good one. Uh, trying to think who's. This one, this one, this one, this one might cause some controversy. Okay. This one might cause some controversy. Uh, Jack Johnson. Okay. You know who Jack Johnson was? Sounds familiar to me. He was what like made uh, you him? he was a he was a famous uh, famous back black boxer like in the uh, don't quote me on this like in twenties thirties something like that. Way back oh like, yeah, I know who you're talking about yeah, now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. He just uh, for the time for the time period in which he was doing what he was doing, it was uh, completely taboo and completely <laughs> over the top ridiculous. Uh, but he was successful in it, uh, and. Um, that's just it's it's it uh, when I, yeah, I I was watching some videos and reading some stuff on him. It's just uh, it's it's somewhat. Uh, you, you heard of the Great White Hope? Yep, absolutely. You, you heard of that? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I, I heard of that phrase a lot, but I never under I never knew where it come, where it came from. I just I just heard people say it, but I never it never registered to me as anything i was just like okay great you know i just i i thought it was a movie or something i was like yeah whatever but uh <laughs> it's it's crazy that um and i think that's um that also is like people that are boxers like muhammad ali uh jack johnson uh uh mayweather mm-hmm. uh I think you have to have that mentality in order to be successful in that profession. Absolutely. You, you have to have that Mike Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson probably yeah. <laughs> Like if you look at if you Mike Tyson's a great example because if you look at how he used to talk and speak and walk and talk when he was a fighter versus how he walks and talks and acts and speaks now. It's two different men. Absolutely. It's two different men standing there, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah, just a, just a lot of, co- just a lot of cockiness and a lot of backing it up. Um, something I like to see, uh, something that, uh, is just something that, something that I, I think instills confidence in me too. Cause it's like, now, I'm not the I'm not the um, I'm not the most vocal person in terms of like ah you know 